You're listening to The Wedding Whisperer with Sarah Burton of Simply Love Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. Today, I'm sitting in the bridal suite at Harbor Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky with venue director Jamie Kaywood. And I am so excited to be chatting with Jamie today. Thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. For those that are listening that maybe don't know about Harper Hall, tell me a little bit about Harper Hall. So we are a venue that was really designed for weddings and ceremonies all in one spot, which is fantastic because it can all happen in the same building. Your guests don't need to travel necessarily, except between floors. So our space is pretty conducive to almost any kind of event that you want to host. There's really no rhyme or reason to how you do things. Everybody's different. So you do get a lot of freedom with the space as far as your vision. And then tell me what the history is behind this building. So what I've been told is that originally the Featherston family owned it, and it used to be a car dealership back in the early 1900s. We would have vehicles on both floors. I don't know how, but apparently there was some sort of elevator system that could take cars upstairs to which either was the showroom or the body shop. That is amazing to me. I would love to see some old pictures for that because it's hard to believe that. I know. I know. And then originally when the venue was announced in early 2020 pre-pandemic, it had a different name. It did. So tell me how we got from that name to Harper Hall. So the original name was Mark and it was M-A-R-Q-U-E. Now that does predate me as well. So I believe that was the model of one of the cars in the original dealership. And I'm not quite sure how it came about that they decided to kind of mix things up, whether it looked like marquee or it was, you know, a little bit different to um, pronounce versus read. So Matt Jones, one of our owners, took to his fan base on KSR radio and did a contest to see who wanted to rename the venue. And Harper is his middle name. So somebody suggested Harper Hall and they won. That's awesome. I did actually not know that. Really? Yes. So, yes. And two, I like the name Harper Hall because it is easy to pronounce. Mm -hmm. There are so many different vendors in general. And two, when you're naming your your business, what seems easy to you is not necessarily easy to, to everyone else. Yeah. So. In the livery, for example, that is no longer a venue, I heard it called every single thing <laughs> in the world. So, Well, my last name being Kaywood, spelled C-A-W-O-O-D. I'm called Cawood, spelled with a K. I, I get it. So things that, uh, that seem easy can tend to be a little bit more difficult. So I am grateful that, even though it was a beautiful name, I am grateful we went with more of a general Harper Hall, which is, like you said, easier to remember, easier to say. I know that you come from a corporate background of many years, Mm -hmm. and you were walking into a role that probably didn't really have a job description. It was just like, make it happen, and you have made it happen. Tell me a little bit about some of the benefits of when a couple is going with a smaller privately owned venue versus a corporation per se. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Our space... I think, in my opinion, is definitely designed to really accommodate anything. And that's that's the beauty of it. You know, we 
have, of course, people that we love to work with. But as far as vendors, we are pretty flexible on maybe this person grew up in church with you and you really like what they cook and you would love to have them be part of your big day. So there's a lot of flexibility with that. You are correct that coming into this, there was a lot of, we trust you. Let's, you know, just get our feet wet and dive right in. So, you know, it it was definitely a different aspect than the corporate side of things. My previous experience was in a full service industry and, you know, in-house staff and house kitchen. Here, it is a lot more getting to know the vendors in the wedding community, which is really great because I did not have that background coming into this role. And technically, when was your first event? It was 2022. Yes, it was April 8th of 22. And that was probably one of the scariest days of my life. It was funny just because I was so used to the building that I had been in for 18 years. I knew all the tricks and tips and all the things. And this one, I'm just such a perfectionist. I wanted everything to be great, but I'm also a worrier. So I was always afraid something was going to happen. But it's progressively gotten easier as the events have gone on. Again, with my background in corporate, we didn't do many weddings, if any. Well, we did a few, yes. But uh, the space was more conducive to corporate events. And so that's a whole other, you know, ball of yarn in and of itself to kind of step into that whole world, which is a world. It is a very big world and getting to know the people and the vendors in the community. So here at Harper Hall, you have venue pricing, And it is different for weekday versus weekend events. Correct. And then um, you also have a beautiful bar on the second floor um, that your couples or events are required to go through you for their alcohol. Tell me a little bit about how the bar works. So my partner in crime here is Lindsay McComas, and she handles the staffing and the ordering and all of that side of the space. And she will work with couples if they're looking for something a little bit more specific than what we have to kind of bring their vision to life, any signature drinks, so on and so forth. But we do have a very beautiful bar, as you mentioned, that you can customize, really. We have packages that are fantastic for four hours, and it's great for weddings. You know exactly what you're going to get. You could do an open bar, but still set limitations and say, you know, we would like to spend up to this dollar amount, and then we're going to switch it to a cash bar, so on and so forth. And um, cash bars are always options, too. So that's pretty great because... You don't have to offer the the world, but if somebody does want something a little different than what you're offering, it is available on a cash bar. And one of the benefits about having the bar already at the venue is that as a couple, you can literally do any type of combination. Mm-hmm. You can do it up to $2,000 is an open bar, and then it goes to certain drinks or a cash bar or whatever mm-hmm. versus... If you are at a venue where you bring in a caterer to do that, typically you have to do an open bar for everyone. Right. Exactly. So there is a lot of benefit to having the bar on site. Yes. And then do you have any type of damage waiver or 
fees that are required of your couples? We require a $500 security deposit that is refundable if, you know, it's not, you know, needed to repair anything, which knock on wood, we've not really ever had to do that, which is great. Our liability insurance is pretty fantastic. One of our owners is a lawyer, so he is very thorough with, you know, how this building is covered and taken care of. Not every event requires additional insurance, but I do ask that some certain events do just based on the the type of event and whether or not they might be a little bit more rambunctious than others. But for the most part, you know, that security deposit is is pretty standard for us here at Harper. And I know that sometimes couples get annoyed by paying that security deposit, but I've... I'm sure in your previous position and and what I've seen over the years, you know your guest, but also when alcohol starts getting involved and honestly, family and emotion the day of, I've seen holes punched in the wall Mm -hmm. and I've seen things happen. And you as the bride or groom have no control over that, but it's still your guest and your event. Exactly. So that is why that happens. And like you said, you don't typically have to use it and they get it refunded. Right. and and truthfully, when we collect that security deposit, I have them post-date it. So it is not even dated until the day of their event. So we don't cash it. We don't deposit. We keep it in our safe and in our office. So it's it's really just kind of a fail-safe. And after the event, if there is no need for repairs, that can either be mailed back to the guest, it can be picked up, or we can shred it. That's amazing that that's how you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we talked about you being the venue director here. Talk to me a little bit about what your role is on the wedding day versus a like what a wedding coordinator might be. I love to be here for all events. You know, that does tend to lead to very long days. So I'm typically not here until, you know, the bitter end. But I do like to be here to kind of help people around the building you need a ladder. Fantastic. It's right here. I've got this. Coming from my background, I love to help fold linens and napkins and, you know, do those things and and really just kind of help where I can with whatever their needs may be. So whether that's loading in or moving a table here or there, you know, I'm just kind of available. So just an extra set of hands, having knowledge of the little quirks of the building and and things like that. So just kind of trying to be available for everybody. But you're not actually sending them down the aisle and I hands have on. before. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have before. That is definitely not my forte. So I got married in Vegas. So I totally did the exact opposite of what uh, what we do here. I'm always going to be the person that says yes to that. So if you, as long as you're aware it's not my strong suit, then I will definitely help any way that I can. I will say that that is very kind of you. (laughs) And too, like whenever um, I was getting my little podcast machine out to record, the the first batteries I put in did not work. And she was like, oh, I have some extra batteries. (laughs) And I was like, praise Jesus. I didn't have to use them, but it was just, you know, that's the hospitality in you coming out that, oh, I've got it covered. Yeah. So that is always appreciated. (laughs) And then whenever couples um, schedule a tour, tell me what some of the popular questions are that they ask. 
Well, being downtown, I will say one of the most popular is parking. You know, it's just the beast of downtown. Most people are aware of that. The hard part is a lot of family and friends come from out of town or smaller cities that aren't as familiar with paying to park. We're just kind of at the mercy of the, the lots around us. But that is the good thing is, you know, Anytime people are traveling from out of town, I do suggest them looking into 21C or the Sire or Residence Inn or Marriott. You know, there's a a lot of different places people can stay. And not only does it make it close to the venue, but it also makes them right in downtown. So they can go see the other local businesses, just kind of the nightlife. There is parking right across the street, which is great. So we're not We're not limited to very few spots. It's just one of the things that, you know, you might have to ask your guests to pay for. A lot of people ask about when do we get access to the building? When do we have to be out? What is our responsibility for cleanup at the end of the night? Those are pretty much the general. And then, of course, the bar, which you've touched on already. So, you know, just it's hard when you're planning a wedding because you get a lot thrown at you at once. And so I try to kind of rein it in a little bit and just stop and, you know, kind of, because I know the answers to the questions they're answer, or asking, but I don't want to say it so quickly and breeze over it and just leave their head spinning kind of. But those, those are pretty much the typical questions. A lot of people are great. They'll say, what are we not asking? They know that there are a lot of different places they look at and it's hard to keep everything straight. So parking is, I would say, number one. And then the bar would be two. And on the day of, what time can they typically get in? You can have access to the space starting at 10 a.m., the day of your event. Okay. And then one of the things that I really appreciate, and I talked to Emily at the Thoroughbred Center about this on her podcast, is that you have a security guard here. Mm -hmm. Um, Are they here during the entire event? They are here for the entirety of the event until every guest has left the building, and even our staff. They're really fantastic. We have a great team. And and also, speaking to the hospitality side, I mean, we've, we've got them opening, not because we've asked, but because they just naturally do open the doors and help guests, you know, load into the elevator or anybody with mobility issues, just very, very kind and helpful humans so that we we feel very blessed to have them here with us and, you know, part of our team. For sure. And then I do want to comment on parking. Um, There are several lots that Mm -hmm. are literally right across the street. Um, They are typically paid lots. And then there's actually a good amount of street parking. You just have to look for it. Mm -hmm. I have my little hidden spot that I'll park (laughs) at every single time. And it's free after seven on weekdays. I think it's free. I know on Sundays, is it on Saturdays It's on the weekends free as well. I was hoping it had gotten changed again. So, and then if it is metered when you're here, there's QR codes on the signs. You literally scan it and do it from the car. Mm -hmm. You get a text when it's about to expire. It's honestly super easy. Yeah. And that's the great part of it too. You know, we are downtown, but we're more on the quiet side. So a lot of times with vendors, you know, if they're here on the weekends, I always show them second street because on second street along the sire and then our side of the street, there's usually about 10 spots that are open and again, free because they're metered. Um, and the sire has their own parking lot on the other side of the hotel. So a lot of their guests don't use or require street parking. So it's kind of a nice little 
20 yards further away, but it's free and it's right there. Absolutely. And then one of the things that I want to touch on that I think is one of the biggest wins for you as a venue is that you have two separate spaces. They are typically used for a ceremony downstairs and then um, a reception upstairs. Mm -hmm. But you are one block from Gratz Park. Mm -hmm. And that is a very affordable rental fee. And then um, there is a rental company that will do a very affordable chair setup for couples. Mm -hmm. And most venues in Kentucky do not have the option close by to them to have an outdoor ceremony with a rain plan for backup. Sure. Or if it were to be like today and be 100 degrees and you don't (laughs) want to make your guests sit outside, you could do it easily inside, no problem at all. Yes. And I think that is one of the biggest selling points that I have seen other couples talk about. Right. And we've actually, our our first wedding that we had here was last July. And that was there. They were going to get married in Gratz Park and then have the reception only here. And they did end up having to have it all here. So it was right off the bat. It, it worked perfectly, like you said. You know, they had rented chairs. So, you know, when it comes to even rentals, if the company knows, hey, we're going to have to bring it somewhere else, it's we're a block away. So it's very convenient. And even letting your guests know, hey, we're going to start here instead of here. Um, but you do have that beautiful option, if not used for a ceremony, for amazing pictures. A lot of people like to go over there and take pictures in that area, um, just around the park and around the, that side of the town is just it's stunning. And talking about pictures, I know a lot of couples that get married downtown will have their names put on the sign at mm-hmm. the Kentucky Theater. Um, if that's not available, the Lyric Theater has a sign that they'll do it for you. So being all downtown, staying all downtown um, really gives your guests the experience. And yeah. you as the the couple get the full experience. Exactly. And then one of the things we've talked about is the elevator. Mm-hmm. So you are ADA accessible then. Yes. And so it's super easy for grandma to get in. And that's Mm -hmm. always one of my big things because we do have a lot of grandparents and Mm -hmm. I always hate seeing them walk in gravels and just be nervous. Yes, exactly. Um, So I always appreciate it. And a lot of the vendors do like it as well, not having to, you know, caterers, DJs. We do have some folks that rent things that don't fit in the elevator. So we do have a really nice, wide, tall catering stairwell that in, you know, in case we can't squeeze you on the elevator, you can take it up that way. But it it is very nice to have. It's very handy to have. And then you don't have... Any required preferred vendors here? No, we don't. We have folks that are here a lot. We have, you know, great relationships pretty much with everybody. We've not had a poor experience with anybody. So we have those we'd probably recommend a little bit more because we have more complex relationship with them just because we work with them more. But yeah, we've, we've seen kind of everything. As I mentioned, people are very, um, you know, particular to wanting their church to provide the food. We've had Chipotle. We've had, you know, a lot of people right now love to get Goodfellas as late night, you know, snacks after weddings. So it's great that you've got all of that down here, you know, just kind of the freedom to do what you want because not everyone's the same. And I know that one of my couples that got married here in July used one of the local Mexican restaurants on Tiverton. Mm-hmm. It was so good. It was so good. Yes. And then one of the questions I wanted to ask is, can you all accommodate a band being an older building? 
Is that something that you can accommodate? Yes, we actually have had, I want to say about five or six different bands here. We've had anything from a two-piece band to probably the largest would maybe be a 10-piece band. So, you know, it really depends on how you want the floor laid out as far as tables and configuration. Our floor itself is pretty beautiful. So a lot of times people can save money on having to rent a stage because you kind of don't need one. But yeah, bands are great. Bands sound fantastic fantastic with the acoustics in the building. DJs sound amazing. So we love having any type of music or entertainment here. We've even had a salsa band here before. We've got a mariachi band coming up next year. So we're very excited about that too. That's so fun. Yes. And then we've talked about some of the hotels that are down here close. I know that some of your ownership of Harper Hall also has an Airbnb. And I'm definitely seeing as bridal parties are traveling in Um, They want to stay together Mm -hmm. um, versus doing several hotel rooms. Um, Tell me a little bit about the Airbnb. So the Airbnb is actually right on kind of that pavilion area downtown. Um, It's next to a local bar. It does accommodate eight people. It is a very historic building. It's three floors, so it, it, it is a lot of stairs, but it makes the most beautiful pictures. A lot of brides love to reserve it the day of their wedding or the day before for them and their bridesmaids, and then they get the whole day to get ready, and then the bride and groom will stay there that evening. It's you know, within a block of Harper Hall. So it's all right here. They're kind of right in the heart of everything. And you always kept telling me it's so close to Harper Hall. It's so close. And then literally when I actually went to see it, I was like, it literally couldn't be any closer. I know. I've walked by the door to it probably 500 times in my life and had no idea it was an Airbnb in downtown Lexington. Yeah. Well, it used to be a law office, so it doesn't look like it would be something that is residential. But yeah, it it is absolutely beautiful. And I always tell people that... The beauty of this building and the Airbnb make my job easy because it does sort of sell itself. You just have to have the vision of what you want to do with it. And then, Jamie, thank you so much for chatting with me today. We are actually going to kind of switch gears now. Mm -hmm. We're going to chat with Lindsay, who is the manager for On the Rocks, who is also owned by some of your same owners here at Harper Hall. And it is a great spot for bridal showers, rehearsal dinners, so you can literally work with Jamie and Lindsay for your entire wedding (laughs) in downtown Lexington. Yeah, we'll just make a big circle around the block and it's all within, everything's within about a block or a block and a half of each other. So it's nice to have everything really close by. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jamie. Absolutely. Thank you. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me. You are the director of operations at On the Rocks, yeah, which has uh, some of the same owners that um, Harper Hall has. Sure. So tell me a little bit about what On the Rocks is. So we actually opened right around Labor Day of 2022. So we're just now coming up on one year of actually existing in that space. I work for the gentleman that actually is the majority owner in the property as well as the business side of things, which is actually kind of works in our favor. It helps with 
as far as renovation costs and everything else, they really kind of sunk some money and some time into the space. If you had been in that space before, which is on the ninth floor of the building right there that um, Roxy and Staggerin are in, you take that elevator upstairs. It used to kind of be partitioned up into multiple different spaces. They knocked all those walls down. You have a ton of space where you really kind of get to see open area view of all of downtown. It's been a wonderful space for us to use for both normal general public business, but also for private events. So we've found that here recently, people have been using it for welcome parties and for engagement parties and all kinds of different stuff. Things that we really honestly didn't intend it to be for, but it's been very versatile for us. And so over the past 10 to 11 months, I have heard about you and Jamie talking about On the Rocks, but (laughs) until I actually went up there and saw it for myself, I didn't see or realize the full potential of it. Sure. And I don't think I ever actually understood where it was until I went. Right. Because I'm not originally from Lexington, so I didn't go to college here. Um, and so for those of you that maybe are like me or a transplant, um, if you are basically sitting on the patio at Zim's in the um, old courthouse that is renovated, right. if you're sitting on the patio, you're literally looking at the entrance. Correct. So. Which is almost kind of hidden because truthfully, the doors itself, um, because the building is, is historic, it's just labeled court square building, those double glass doors right there. We strategically kind of put like a big red neon sign on top of that awning that says rooftop. And that kind of has been our drawing point that have brought people in that are just the walk by traffic that don't actually know that we exist. So that's kind of been the biggest thing. But again, like you said, it's almost a little bit of a hidden gem still because people don't, I don't think they really know that we're there yet. So it's been a growing process for sure. And before we even talk about the events that you can have there, tell me about parking, because I know that's going to be the first question anyone has. Sure. So um, you do find that you have plenty of street parking that's all downtown. That's all free after, I think it's 7 p.m. now. I think the timing kind of changed here recently. So after 7 p.m., street parking is free. There also is a parking garage that's directly across the street from us. So that tends to be where we direct people to be. And that ranges anywhere from five to like maybe $11 on any particular evening if you're not competing with a special event that's at Rupp Arena. So that, te- that that's the closest as far as stuff like that. Now, if you're looking at things where people are, vendors are loading in and stuff like that, we kind of make special arrangements for people to get a little bit closer and, and haul big items in. So. And two, we talked about um, with Jamie how Um, a lot of couples that are getting married downtown they're staying downtown already or their guests have a hotel room block downtown sure so they're not even having to move their cars right best case scenario so a couple of the ways that it has been used is a rehearsal dinner sure so you do have some standard seating in there already which are kind of high tops and then some couches how many of your couples do you see using that for a rehearsal dinner versus bringing in like a traditional five foot round with chairs. Sure. Honestly, at this point in time, it's almost a 50-50 split. A lot of people are enjoying that soft seating and it kind of promotes the conversation and, and people to kind of get up and move around. But some people, like you said, they appreciate the traditional seating. They have lots of grandmas and grandpas and people that need to be able to have a spot to sit. Those tall cocktails just don't serve them well. It really just kind of depends on what kind of vibe they're going for. The formality of it, I feel like we kind of, it, it doesn't, we don't see it as much. A lot of the times it's just for convenience and for the comfort of the guests that are in there. And it's not so much of, you know, actually doing a full plated dinner while they're in there. So. And then you all do the bar and then your guests can bring in their own caterer for the Correct. event. 
Yep. And we don't have a list of caterers that we, you know, particularly recommend. We're happy to work with whomever we do. Like I said before, since Ryan does own the building, we have extra space that people are able to use if they're needing to roll in hot boxes. Um, so they're not in the way of the guest in that space whatsoever. Um, we can kind of tuck them away on another floor that we have extra space that I kind of use for other activities for Thursday Night Live and stuff like that. To plenty of space to set up and bring in all of their prep materials. So using somebody like City Barbecue was fine, obviously. And using somebody like DeRay's is also fine. So lots of options and the versatile space. I appreciate it so much more knowing that I can do anything a guest really kind of wants to do. And then um, whenever I did uh, my interview with Danny, who owns First Day in Lexington, she got married in April. Sure. And they had their welcome party there. Right. Um, and she raved about her oh, experience. It and was wonderful. I think that that event, it was one of those ones where you honestly feel like everybody's kind of buzzing. You know what I mean? Like everyone was just so happy to be there. I think it also helped like she had her cousin come in there for live music and he can just plug into our wall where everything just kind of gets broadcasted over our sound system. I think everybody, it just, it that's the kind of group that this space really caters to that really want to come in and have fun with each other. So, and so on a Friday night, what time would it open to the public? Generally, that space opens to the public at seven. So, like you said, a, a lot of the stuff, it's going to depend. Do you start at five and you run till nine? Do you, it, it just depends what clients are technically looking for. Competing with business hours becomes slightly more difficult because you're competing with other sales numbers. When you're not competing with sales numbers where I'm already open, you know, prices become a lot more negotiable. So, and then um, it's also a great place for a bridal shower sure. or a, a brunch on Sunday morning. Sure. Um, we don't have a ton of places here in Lexington where you can bring in your own food. Right. Um, and I think that that is a huge draw for a Sunday afternoon bridal shower, a Saturday afternoon. Um, and then the, the morning after brunches are very popular, too, if everybody's already downtown. People kind of come in, breakfast buffet, or it can sure. even be like bagels and fruit or something. Easy stuff. I actually threw my sister's baby shower there just here probably six weeks ago-ish. It was right around July 4th. But yeah, I mean, to be able to, the if you're looking in the space, and it's hard to visualize, obviously, when we're just sitting here talking about it, but there's a space that, you know, there's a bunch of chandeliers, and I ran one big long table up there, and easy enough, you can sit 40 people, still have the soft seating, still have the comfort of people getting up and being able to walk around and stuff like that. It, it, it really is a great space for, like you said, and then there's still space for people to open gifts and people to, to kind of have the kids wander around. It, it really is a great space for that. And then, too, it's also very accessible. Right across from the parking garage, sure. um, there is an elevator straight up. Beautiful restrooms up there, clean, everything. It was just such a fun environment that I had no clue was in downtown Lexington. I know. I know. I, I, I'm grateful for people like you who have given us an opportunity to at least be a little bit more visible, especially to wedding vendors. But, I mean, we're finding that, like you said, this is going to be a space people are going to want to do stuff before their wedding. So, a work in progress for sure, but... Yeah, we're happy to be And here. I feel like you're really open yeah. to doing fun things. Yeah. And if somebody has a new idea, then you're not going to, it's yeah, not no, going to be we're no fun right off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if somebody's interested in seeing this space, sure. um, how would they reach out to you? Um, we actually, if you get on our website, if you go to ontherocksflex.com, there's a little space where you can kind of put in a request, if you will, for an event. Now, I don't need a technical um, description of everything that you have going on, but obviously dates help, timelines help, guest count helps, because those are going to be the things that are going to limit us the most. 
we're not finding that we have a lot of people that are actually pushing the guest count so much, but the timelines are the things that are difficult to compete with. People want to go in and use it for after time weddings. And that's obviously difficult because that requires me to close to the public beforehand. So, um, yeah, lots of things, but that's a great way. That's a great place to start is at least get in our inbox, shoot us some information and we can go from there and start checking our calendar. And that is rocks, R O X rocks, R O X. Very good. Okay. Thank you Perfect. so much. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Lindsay, thank you so much. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. A huge thank you to Jamie and Lindsay for chatting with me about Harper Hall and what they have to offer our couples here in Lexington. I cannot say enough good things about having worked with Jamie and Lindsay for the past year and a half and getting to know them. As far as pictures of Harper Hall and On the Rocks, um, you can go to Harper Hall's Instagram. Their website also has their availability on it. And I know that Jamie updates that often so you can see when they're available. Look at their tagged photos on Instagram. And then Kevin and Anna also did a styled shoot there last summer with some Simply Love vendors. So you get to see the property and kind of see what it looks like as a blank canvas. And then also with a little bit of inspiration added to it as well that we did with decor. And then for On the Rocks, I did a reel on my personal Instagram about a month ago. So you can see what it looks like because that was my first time up there and seeing how amazing the property was. But I just want to thank them again. And like I said, I can't say enough good things about them and what they do for couples here in Lexington. For more information about Simply Love Studio or to schedule your wedding consultation, go to simplylovestudio.com.